Welcome to the Freelance Revolution Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Sarah. We're both seasoned freelancers running successful businesses that allow us the flexibility to live the lives that we want. We do different work as freelancers, we find our clients in different ways, and we have different business models. The one thing that unites us is a passion for helping others work on their own terms. We're not here to give you a silver bullet or sugarcoat the work it takes to develop and run a successful business. We're here to guide you through the journey we've already taken, bust common myths about the freelance lifestyle, and give you the support you need to keep going when things get tough. The Freelance Revolution Podcast is brought to you by Freelancers Aligned, our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Our members get live access to our podcast recording each month and exclusive access to submit questions to the Q&A portion at the end. Did we mention that membership is free? Go to freelancersaligned.com to learn more and sign up. Hi, Leah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Good. How are you? Not bad. Um, We're talking about, well, this whole month, we're talking about time and money, um, which are always connected together. Um, but when you work for yourself, you get to make different decisions about time and money than you do when you work for other people. Um, and I think that mindset shift can be hard for people that have always worked for someone else. Thinking differently about your time and your money is a skill that doesn't happen overnight. Um, and so today we're going to focus on thinking about and using your time like a boss instead of like an employee. That's a hard shift. But when you master it, it's very nice. It is. But it takes a while to master. It totally does. Do you want to kick us off? Sounds good. All right. Um, For a long time, um, delegation was very hard. So that's a whole nother conversation that we'll cover in a future episode because we're just not going to go down that bunny trail today. But when you when you start identifying that you are at your max capacity, you have to learn how to delegate. You have to figure out what makes the most sense for you. Is it delegation where you're just kind of put things in the back burner? Is it where you identify, you narrow your niche a little bit further? Is it you bring on a subcontractor, you hire an employee? What does that look like? Like that's totally, you know, something that you have to have a conversation with yourself with. So again, we're not going to jump into that today, but what prepares you for that is what I want to talk about a little bit is putting your systems and your processes in place, knowing what you enjoy doing, knowing what you, makes you the most money and figuring out a good balance of that. So you can't, I mean, if you love doing something that's a very minimal task, like then don't delegate that or don't get rid of that. But if it's something that's a very different price point on where you can charge, you have to kind of take a look at that. So for me, um, strategy is something that I can charge a lot higher for and something that I'm very good at, but it's wearing on my brain. And so I still keep in the website development because that's using a different part of my brain, the creative side that I love. And so it's creating those landing pages. It's creating those sales pages. It's creating those, the simplest things like a contact page, you know, does that make the most sense when I'm pushed up against my max capacity for me to be making those simple pages 
or being, you know, transferring over a blog from one website platform to the new website platform for a client. No, it really doesn't. But sometimes it just, I need that, that simple task to take and even out my brain capacity when I'm all strategy, because that's where if I just, I can feel it at the end of the week, if I've had a ton of different strategy calls, a ton of different things like that. So it's being aware of what role I'm into. Sometimes, you know, you need to be the boss, but you need to be the boss of your mindset first and foremost. Like, I think that's something that's super important. Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you have been in a W2 state, um, for a long time where you've just been, you know, being told what to do, you know, you just know what's expected of you. Whereas when you jump into that boss mentality, everything comes on, on you and it can feel like the weight of the world sometimes. So it's kind of keeping your mindset in check too. So that's my little kickoff. If you want to. No, I think that's perfect. I, when I, um, and that like differentiation between what you love and what makes money is super important. And I think we talked about this in the like skills that pay the bills episode, but, um, when I coach people around using their time more effectively, sometimes a lot of people want to focus just on what makes them money, like their highest leverage money-making opportunities. And that's fine. But if you're, if you make the most of your money on things that like, aren't your favorite things, then you need to be sprinkling those in sprinkling in things that you really, really love, even if they're lower revenue. Because at the end of the day, like we always say, if you, if it's just about money, you might as well just go work for someone else. Like it's not money is, cannot be the only reason that you do this. Um, it's not going, it's not enough to keep you going through all the hard stuff. Um, and so I think that's a really, really good point is that you, you want to be focusing on things that are high billable time, but you also need to be sprinkling in things that, and sometimes those things are the same. Some, hopefully (laughs) the things that you make the most money on are also the things you love the most, but that's not always true. And I think that's like a super important, that is like a, that is a perfect example of this shift from boss to employee mindset is like, you get to choose and, um, making the choice to do something that might not be your highest billable thing because you love it. And because it gives you something that money doesn't is the perfect example of having a boss mindset instead of an employee mindset. For sure. Um, I think the, the, the other shift that I always think is hard for people, and this is like still continues to be hard for me is thinking differently about your time in terms of the way that you're told to spend your time when you work for other people, which is an eight hour day or I mean, eight hour minimum day and like a 40 hour week. Um, and I see people get trapped into that mentality a lot, um, where they're, where then they either, it can go two ways. You can either be working for an eight hour day and 40 hour week, because you just think that's what you're supposed to do to be a productive member of society, or you can, and that can lead to you, um, prioritizing money over time. Or it can lead to you not charging enough for your work because you're like, oh, when you do the calculation of time versus money 
and you're like, okay, I'm going to work 40 hours in a week. So how much should, should I be charging every hour? If you bill your work hourly, then sometimes you're underpricing yourself where you can actually be, if you think differently about your time, if you have, if you have 30 hours a week to work and you need to make X amount of money every month, do the math, figure out what your hourly rate should be, which is what you're going to use to figure out your flat rate contracts anyways, and do that. So don't like, don't get trapped into thinking in an employee mindset way about what your time is supposed to look like an eight hour day or 40 hour week. Um, I think we had, I can't remember, maybe like a few episodes ago, we had a conversation about this, about um, especially I think freelancers who are closer to the top of their career are starting to get like a lot of traction, have a super solid client load are charging a much higher hourly rate than they were before. You get stuck in this place where you're just like, Oh, I'm just going to keep doing that because I just need all of the money when like, maybe you don't actually need all of the money. Um, and then, like I said, on the flip side, it can also lead to you undervaluing your time and, and knowing that if you can charge more, um, than you are charging now, which we'll talk a lot about, um, getting paid what you deserve in the next episode. Um, but I think for in the beginning, when I first started off, when I first started off, I was mostly just, it was not like a legit freelancing business. It was like some contract work here and there. I was in the middle of getting my real estate license and I was definitely not working eight hours a day or 40 hours a week. Um, and I felt really guilty about that. I was like, I have all this free time on my hands and like, this feels wrong. Like I'm not being like quote unquote productive. And I'm not like, was I making plenty of money? Yeah. I was making plenty of money. Was it like, was it like the top range of what I'm making now? No, <laughs> but was it enough to, um, get me what I needed? It totally was. And so, so I had to like, I've learned over time to set my expectations about how I spend my time around how I want to be spending my time. And not how I think other people um, or society in general thinks I should be spending my time. And that can be hard. I mean, I still like sometimes fight that battle every day when I have calls with clients who are like swamped and who are working 60 hours a week and who are just like tired. And we've talked about this before, like you and I have very different ways that we spend our time because of where we're at in our lives which we can like touch, we, we should for sure touch on. But every time people are like, you're my natural instinct is to be like, oh yeah, I'm swamped. Like I've been working like, well, and I'm not, I'm not. I'm like, be very careful about how I organize my time. Do I have weeks where I am super busy? Yes. But in general, I'm almost never working 40 hours a week. And I've structured my time and my business model deliberately to make that happen. Um, right. And I don't, and I, and it's still to this day, I have to fight this like little guilt monster over the side of my shoulder being like, you, you should be busy. You should be busy. You should be busy. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where I had that little guilt monster on my, um, on my shoulder for a while. And what I did to get it off was when I scheduled my time that I was going to work, you know, like Monday through Thursday and take Fridays off in the summer, like that was not fulfilling. Like that whole Friday, I'm literally working and I'm super guilty. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, this is not 
like I was not enjoying my time when I was off. It was that guilt. And I'm like, once I jumped back into like taking two part-time days off like a week, like, you know, that was way more fulfilling for me, you Mm -hmm. know? And then also it was a huge transition when I started limiting my call times, normally like before we started back at school this fall, past fall, I was doing calls five days a week. I'm now doing two days of calls, maybe three, if I absolutely have to. And so it took an adjustment. Like I felt like when's my next call? When's my next call? And I'm like, Oh, I don't have calls today. Like it just was a whole, it takes a little bit of a shift. So as you go from employee to boss, you have to also give it some time to adjust. Like it's not going to just be an adjustment overnight. You might like it, but that's the cool thing of being the boss. You can test things to figure out what works well for you and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That like shifting to that boss, my to a boss mindset from an employee mindset is a skill and a process that you learn over time. Um, and it, you're completely shifting the way you think about things. Um, and yeah, I think that like that, I had this um, conversation with a client the other day about um, how we, the other thing that I think we're programmed to think is that you're supposed to work the same amount of time all the time. And when in fact, like our lives are seasonal mm-hmm. and seasonal in the, in the like macro sense, like you and I have talked about how like I have, uh, my kid is younger than your kids. And so we sh- use our time differently because our kids need different things right now. And on the micro level, like, I think we both bust our ass more <laughs> during the year because we deliberately take work less during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that takes planning and that takes being intentional right. about your work and the type of work you take on um, to be able to do that. Um, right. But we get we get to choose how we spend our time day to day, month to month and over the course of the year and over the course of our lives. Right. Um, because like you're busting your ass right now and that means you're going to get to retire early. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting, like bringing that down even to a smaller level. So I'm preparing to be gone, like on vacation a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, coming back and I'll be back at my desk by noon on Friday. So I'm only taking three and a half days off technically of my normal work week, but it takes a mindset shift of like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I have so much to do. I'm like, but really I don't because I'm working Friday afternoon and evening because we don't have anything going on. And then I'm working Saturday and Sunday. Like my kids all have both have activities that do not require mom involvement. So they're on their own. Like I have full dedicated days that I can work to make up for. And it's definitely like a mindset shift again, going back into that um, of I it's okay to take a middle of the week off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay if I wanted to not work this weekend too, you know, like just planning for that. I had a couple of clients last week. It was, it was really interesting. Like when I was telling them, oh, so you're out all next week. I'm like, it, it doesn't matter if I'm out or not. I'm just saying like, I will still be responsive to your emails because I'm not going to truly unplug, but yeah. it might just be like, just don't expect me to like get back to you within a little while, you know, like within an hour or two hours, you know, yeah. it's just going to be a little bit delayed just because I didn't want them to think immediately that they're going to, you know, 
like I fell off the face of the earth and they go yeah. into panic mode, you know, like here's my project time. Like all of my clients got, here's your project time this week. And they got that our email already out on Friday. A couple of them were like, why are you working on the weekend or like whatever, you know? And it's just like, oh, I'm going to be gone in the middle of the week. Okay, perfect. You know, whatever. Um, so it's just, again, managing your time, knowing when you want to work, going back to the whole reason of why I freelance. It's like, so I can work when I want to work, how I want to work and where I want to work. Like I have no problem when I'm sitting on the beach out of this, you know, changing my, my scenery to a nice white beach instead of the white, nice white snow right now, the dingy, icky, gross looking snow right now. Like I, I'm going to be way more excited to respond to your email on the beach than I am looking out my front window at the snow right now, you know? So it's just those little things that you get to do as an entrepreneur when you own your time, when you've put those processes in place. So, you know, it's, it, and again, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It takes time to put those processes in, in place. So for all of you who are listening that are not at this place yet, like, I don't say that to like boast or anything, but it like set some goals, like it set some, like, what is your, what do you want your life to look at? Where would you, you know, where would your favorite place be to, you know, to work or favorite place to go unplug? Like all of those different things, take a look at that too. Yep. And I think that's, um, and th- we'll t- talk more about this in depth on the next episode, but that also makes me think about planning out your revenue and in a way that's like, so I think next week, what we can do too, is we can do a demo of our um, cash calculator tool and just show people live yeah. how it, what it looks like to decide, like you decide up front, I want to make $5,000 this month. And I only want to work 30 hours a week, or I only want to work a um, hundred hours total, which means I'm taking a week off or something like that. And how that means that you do by doing that math, you get to decide. So you're, that's another boss mindset shift is you're building in your PTO. So when you're billing people, right. whether you bill them hourly or at a flat rate, you're billing them for all the things that, that normal quote unquote employees get which is PTO. So you're not saying like, I'm going to work um, 40 hours a week, um, every week, 52 weeks a year. You're saying I'm going to work whatever, whatever it is, whatever your calculus, whatever your calculus is on that. And that's the other thing is you can use that on an annual level to say, I need to make whatever X number of dollars every month. And, or I need to make X number of dollars annually but I'm only going to work 10 months of the year. So I'm going to take two solid months off in the middle of the summer or wherever it is. And what does that mean for how you need to be structuring your business model, structuring your time and structuring your pricing and contracts with people. Mm -hmm. Um, But that, that I think is part of the hugest shift is like the other mistake that I see people making all the time is that they go into a freelance Um, They start being a freelancer and they're charging people the same amount of money hourly that they were making as a W-2 employee. And I know that I've said this before, but I'm just like, you're not an employee. It's not the same. Um, You have to be you have to be thinking about um, paying yourself enough and structuring your time and your money in order to give yourself everything that you want and structure the life you want. And to your point, does that happen overnight? No, (laughs) 
<laughs> so maybe you're not going to be in a place right now where you're like, yeah, I'm going to take off two solid months. <laughs> but like, for example, I think about, do I want to take off? Do I want to build up to the point where I could take off like half of a year and like do something like go somewhere, like write a book or like, you know, you, and I can plan, I can plan ahead for that and make sure that my, my financial situation allows me to do that um, mm-hmm. because I'm in control of it. Right. And I already do a little bit. I mean, I don't know if I would ever personally, and this is just where I'm at personally, I don't know if I would ever want a significant amount of time off. Um, but what I do already have in place is I have seasons of work. So mm-hmm. my seasons right now definitely revolve around my teenagers schedules of, you know, like my daughter plays hockey. And so like ramping up into hockey season from the middle of November until the, you know, end of February, like I work limited hours because I know there's so many hockey tournaments and things like that. And after a hockey tournament weekend, like my mind is just like, I'm exhausted Monday morning. So I'm not in my prime Monday morning. So I don't, you know, put a lot of work on the, like those months of the year on Mondays. And then I also don't do a lot of work on Fridays just because the turn, we never know what time, you know, we have to be somewhere and we're traveling and there's weather and like all of those things that are, we have to take into account. So I'm basically, you know, thinking that I'm working three and a half days to get everything done in the week. And then if I have more time, I can work more, but, and that's fine, but that's what I plan for. So now like we're heading into state competition in a couple of weeks. I, as soon as that happens, I will be ramping up my business again, because then after hockey is track where I then drop them off at school at seven 30 in the morning and they're at school or at practice until five 30 at night. Like that's a massive amount of time. Mm-hmm. Whereas during hockey season, like I'm leaving my house at two 30 to go pick them up. And so it's just different. It's very different in what my schedule looks like. And then in the summer it's running here, running there. And it's different now this summer will be very different because I have a driver in the house where I'm only running one kid, you know, so that's weird. And he'll be able to help with doing some rides and things like that. So I haven't exactly figured out what the summer looks like, but I'm hoping to have more free free time. Whereas before it was free time was spent running kid from this practice to that practice working on my laptop or they're in, you know, a 30 minute training session or, you know, whatever that looks like. So again, that was very unpredictable. And so I didn't put a lot of pressure on how much I could work every week during the summer. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as they go back to school in the fall, like that middle of August, I am ramping up. So I have a full, full client load from September until the middle of November, which is going to fully fund all of the hotel rooms, all of the travel expenses for all of those different hockey tournaments and things like that, you know, so it's that seasonal thing that you kind of just have to learn and pay attention to what you want to do, where your priorities are and how much you can work realistically and take the pressure off of, I have to be at my desk working 40 to whatever amount of hours per week. Yep. And that is a, that, that like seasonal schedule is something that you absolutely do not get when you work for other people. Like no boss. I mean, the vast majority of bosses, I know that like things, a lot of companies are doing things a little bit more flexibly nowadays, but most people are not like, Oh sure. Like your hours can look totally different in July versus February. Um, 
It's just not how it works. So, um, yeah, it's a gift. You have to learn. You have to learn how to use it effectively. And then you have to learn how to constantly um, adapt as you go because you get to. So that's the other thing is like it's completely adaptive to the seasons of your of your life, of your year, of your week. Um, and learning to understanding that you get to choose and you get to adapt it is part of being a boss instead of an employee. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, um, next time we will uh, do some, uh, we'll do some of this live, I think, and talk through how to plan, look at your um, time versus money with our um, cash calculator tool. So if you don't already follow us on YouTube, um, make sure to check that out and subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you'll be able to watch um, the video version of this. the freelance revolution podcast is what it's called, what we're called on YouTube. And yeah, I think that's it. I'll bring some client testimonials of what they've done with their businesses from implementing the cash calculator into their lives. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. We'll do that too. So. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Freelance Revolution podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to check out our free community for freelancers, consultants, and solopreneurs called Freelancers Aligned. Go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up. Here are just a few of the things that you get with your free membership. You'll get all of our best resources, strategies, tips, and tools for living the freelance lifestyle. You'll get exclusive access to our monthly live Q&A where you can submit questions that we'll answer live just for you. You'll get a subscription to the Freelance Insider where you'll get tricks of the trade, member-only resources, and curated content from other experts. You'll also get access to the member forum where you can network and connect and ask advice from other solopreneurs who actually understand what you do and are going through the exact same things you are. Did I mention it's free? Go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up today.